I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 66 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Viscardi, and as always, I am joined by my other hosts, not co-hosts, they are full hosts. Christian Hoffer, and Megan Peters. Hello. Hello. Oh, Jinx. Wow. I love it. That was awesome. That was, that was the most awesome. energy we've gotten out of Christian yet. Perfect. All right. Well, anyway, this is a show about Pokemon. We talk a lot yeah. about Pokemon. A lot. We also talk a lot about other things, depending on the episode. So uh, just buckle in and be ready. Who knows where this goes? But at the core of it, it will always be about Pokemon. Pokemon anime, Pokemon games, Pokemon stuff, you name it, we are talking about it. Show is broken up into three parts. New section up front, take a little break, pay for the show. Then we do come back with a deep dive and then the Pokemon fact of the week, which is everyone's favorite segment of the show. It's mm. true, it, it is. It will say, I'm going to put it up front because that's when uh, most of you are still here and listening. Uh, we, we have a Twitter account for the show. Christian started it uh, when we started the show. Yeah. And uh, we have been pretty awful with it. And that's, that's on us. So if you want, what you should do right now is hit pause or just like swipe up on your phone or whatever you're listening on, open up Twitter and make sure you add Pokemon Pod CB. You're going to get not only are you going to get news, like any of the thing that any of the stuff that Christian writes or Megan writes or any of the other staff at Comic Book writes, it's going to be there, so you are as up to date as possible mm-hmm. on Pokemon news. But also, too, we'll be responding to there from there, you know, and just talking about our crazy Pokemon adventures. And that's not to say if you want to reach out to us individually, that is totally fine. But we figured let's let's put some time into. Yeah, like this is your place to like share your yes. fan art of Geodude dying. Oh, and then oh, we'll, wow. that and really then, took a and turn. And then, and then like, we'll retweet yes, it. Art. Yeah, I mean, I've absolutely any kind of like pro or, you know, against Geodude art definitely will share. However, uh, I will make the caveat we only accept pro Vaporeon artwork. Uh huh. Well, you get, you get actually get bonus points. If you do a fan art of a Porion water gunning Geodude off a cliff. <laughs> All right. We're looking for it. <laughs> okay. Well, that was rude, but sure. We'll go into <laughs> I, wouldn't, I, didn't, I wouldn't say it was rude. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into the news. And is this now, Christian, this first topic, is this something that we just failed to mention last week and missed it or what's going on here? Because (laughs) folks had the the chance to get a shiny Among Us and a shiny Pikachu. Yeah, no, they announced it like immediately after we re-recorded. Like both of these news stories hit, I want to say within 24 hours of us recording and it's already gone away. So the big news stories... If you followed Pokemon Pod CB, you, you would have found out. Hmm. 
Be I mean, hypothetically, <laughs> with our new direction um, with this Twitter, if you go there right now, you probably haven't, you know, there probably hasn't been a tweet from that account in like months. Um, but, but yes, you know, you will never miss another Pokemon news story. That's right. Legitimately. Beginning today. <laughs> I'm a little upset like, that I that I also missed out on this because I would have liked a shiny Pikachu. Well, you know, yeah, it I mean, was same. like so this event. So <laughs> we 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 mentioned that um, uh, under in, in a different alternate timeline, um, we, this would have been the weekend of the Pokemon Outbreak Festival last weekend. So mm-hmm. Pokemon Sword and Shield decided to celebrate what would have been you know the biggest Pikachu event of the year with um you know a a pikachu event so you could have you know just for the weekend it was one of those kind of like weekend takeovers and there was pikachu there was pichu there was raichu there was alolan raichu and then there was mimikyu but as a part of that there was an increased odds of finding a shiny pikachu in raids similar to some of the other shiny pokemon events that we've seen in that game now separately from that um uh, South Korea had their first ever Pokemon VGC tournament. And to celebrate, they uh, did a worldwide giveaway of shiny uh, Among Us um, because um, a, uh, one of the like, elite uh, Pokemon VGC players is you know, South Korean. So they used one of his signature Pokemon to celebrate that. And you know, that one was pretty cool because it came with the moveset that... that you know, with, that he uses, and it was kind of like a good showcase. Oh, of, that's cool. You know, mm-hmm. you know, they, and they do this from time to time. Usually it's with, like, you know, whoever, like, the world champion is, they do a giveaway. But this was a pretty cool, like, moment because, you know, um, that scene is growing in Korea, and while we can't do it in person, doesn't mean that we can't still celebrate. So, you know, two separate shiny Pokemon events. Um... Yeah. I will say Fungus and Amungus don't get nearly amount the of the credit that they get for those names for that line. Oh no. Because I love I love it. Just the Fungus Amungus. It's just it's so perfect. Yeah, well, it sounds and- like a spell you would hear in like Hocus Pocus or something. <laughs> <laughs> There goes my dog. I'm sorry if you hear that in the background because uh, we can't stop recording. So anyway, <laughs> you know, the, the funny thing we're about, doing like, it live. <laughs> the, the the funny thing about Among Us is you know not only you know that 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 is like a double play because it is one of those Pokeball themed Pokemon that are hiding in plain sight. You know, mm-hmm. and a lot of people probably didn't even realize that until we started calling it. You know, started pronouncing it Among Us, and then there's those people who have been saying that all along. And it's like, yeah, no, no, well, I can't say that word. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, no, no, duh. Like, of course it's that. Like, how, what sort of fool are you? You couldn't tell by the spelling of Among Us, which, you know, haven't you watched the black and white Pokemon anime? And then the answer is like, no, no one. If they're lucky, no one watched that. <laughs> Yikes. But also a very accurate statement. I mean, I just want to know who at the the Pokemon company is just a giant Incubus fan. <laughs> Get out of here! Oh, what? Oh, I love the name that, of one though. of their. It's the name of one of their best albums. Wow. All right. Well, anyway, 
Hey, uh, I loved it, but also I just have like, there's nothing else I can come back with. That was a peak reference. And there's nowhere <laughs> else you can go. You hit the ceiling well, with it, Jim. Well, you know, every once in a while, Jim, like, you know, you, you really like throw out those like, you know, early, like the, the, you, you really encapsulate like Long Island culture in like the wow. late 90s, early 2000s when you make really? comments like that. <laughs> like, you know, it's like a very specific slice of like, you know, it's like, man, we're really getting a good look into Jim Viscardi's like middle school years. Yep. Like every yeah, week on this podcast, if you ever wondered what was it like to be a sixth grader <laughs> in Long Island in the late 1990s, just just stay tuned because <laughs> you get little tidbits of it every week. <laughs> All right, well, let's go to some Pokemon Go news. It is Enigma week. And the Enigma mm-hmm. is where is my freaking Gibble? <laughs> I'm still like incredibly annoyed about this. Like I have not opened up Pokemon Go um, during Enigma week in protest of my absolutely terrible seven kilometer eggs. I hate those eggs. I hate them with a passion. I don't understand what the point was of, you know, working my butt off during community day, because let's face it, if it weren't for me and me specifically, we probably would have gotten all these sweet, sweet rewards. And I feel (laughs) like we're not really getting them. So yeah, so for this week only, you can get, uh, well, shiny star using the game. Uh, There's increased unknowns popping up. A bunch of like the weirdo Pokemon are showing up. I think that's the best way of describing it. It's all the weird Pokemon that we'll get like horrifying Pokemon facts for off of here in the coming months mm-hmm. and years. I mean, but I, I but like I like those. I, I like that there is a event just for the weirdo Pokemon. No, that's because you like weirdo Pokemon, Jim. Wow. I'll just say I had a really great couple of days with Pokemon Go because I say, I got, did you have a great like, Dragon Week? Well, I got like three Rayquaza, <laughs> so I'm like nice. stacked on my Rayquaza now, and I got a couple Deoxys. So give me one. I need one. Feel it. Oh, well, I will absolutely. I mean, at this you point, have to be better friends, Jim. We oh, gotta. Right. We need to be. We gotta. Friends. We gotta get there. But oh, yeah, well, right, because because I still think like I'm friends with Christian, but I don't think I'm friends with Megan. To be honest, I, I'm willing to bet that you actually are friends, and you've just ignored that and have been harassing her. <laughs> Via DM for all, all I know is I participated in a ton of remote raids. And at one point, you know, it was like a fairly like, you know, everyone in the group was like level 38 to 30. So like, it's not terrible, like pretty experienced players. But someone came in to the freaking Deoxys raid with an Oddish. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I hope you either weren't paying attention and like the game <laughs> just messed up when it did your recommended party or like you legitimately had a mistake when you were like swapping out your Pokemon because in what world do you think an Oddish <laughs> is going to help you in this raid? <laughs> so. I love it. Well, you know, if once you get like above like seven or eight people, you know, Everything else is kind of superfluous, so I'm glad that the Oddish helped. I know, but there were only like, <laughs> there were only like four of us, so we oh, needed something. Well, 
we that's need just something. irresponsible i know i was so angry i was like we needed something that wasn't oddish like all of us were in there with like tyranitars and like some like solid pokemon and then oddish just a little oddish and also the oddish belonged to someone who was on team yellow i forget the name of team, team yellow instinct right yeah, instinct. I'm saying this just because I'm mystic and I just have a grudge to, to hold for the rest of my life. But come on! What the heck? And by instinct, there was no instinct there. None. So. To get a good Pokemon. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, I mean, so, all, the remote, all, the remote, all of the remote raids that I have were like there were like one maybe two people in it and then i was like nope i'm not gonna win this one (laughs) wasted a pass thanks you know i think that um you know if there were you know if if we actually had like status conditions in pokemon go i think pokemon like oddish would be a lot more useful in remote oh sure oh for sure well i will say i did get to play with i mean we didn't win unfortunately but i did get to play with some listeners of the show who have added me on pokemon go which i appreciate they invited me to their raids uh, unfortunately in most cases it was just it was just me and them <laughs> i'm not a great pokemon go player yeah i'm okay I mean, i've gotten better we, i've gotten better pokemon we just need to start like we need to have like one day like a live show where we're like all right guys send us raid invites so it's all three <laughs> yeah. of us plus that's the power it. of our listeners i no, mean that's right Come on. We would crush it. We would get every single one. Yeah. The only thing preventing you would be just like the worst throws possible for the bonus (laughs) challenge. That's the only thing that would prevent you. So. Uh, All right. Let's move on to Pokemon stuff. We got a new Funko Day in the Life of Eevee figure. And it's, it's Jolteon, that, Megan's favorite. Well, not Megan's favorite. that time. That's right. Get ready, folks. Next if you week. are a collector, it's August you have 18th. been warned. I have a countdown on my phone, August 18th. <laughs> Please look up the time based on your time zone. <laughs> uh, but yes, August 18th, it's Jolteon. And then after that, I believe we only have one more to complete the... Uh, the uh, uh, diorama. I yeah, think. I think there's two more. Yeah, there's two more. It's either two or th- one more. Well, Can't remember. Leafeon ha- Leafeon's not out yet, right? Uh, no. Hang on. I don't believe so. Honestly, I just have so many at this point, and I refuse to put them out until I can put the whole diorama together. <laughs> so they're just. <laughs> so, so they're, the they're weird... just in my like bedroom. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh. Yeah. There will be two more left after this. Leafeon. Gotcha. Um, and Umbreon. The weird um, thing that um, about this one is in the diorama, so, you know, all the other Pokemon are, like, front-facing, except for Jolteon, which, like, comes in at an angle, like, from the side. So you get, like, a good, like, side view of Jolteon mm-hmm. from this. I guess sort of, like, um, like uh, Glaceon is like that, too, but at least with Glaceon... Um, yeah, Glaceon, you like still see their face. Where Jolteon mm-hmm. is like straight up, like not even bothering to pay attention to the like diorama, like you know, like aesthetics. He's like, no, <laughs> I I turned the direction I want to turn. I mean, that sounds very Jolteon to me, though. 
You know what oh, I okay. never understood about Jolteon? Oh, here we go. So, you know, like, what always cracked me up about Jolteon is that the, like, the original Pokemon anime loved to show it, like, using Pin Missile. Which, like, I understand from, like, kind of, like, an aesthetic, because it's spiky, Pin Missiles are spiky. But it's, like, that's, like, a bug-type move. Like, what what is even going on there? Is it, that's like, true. a freaking hedgehog? Like, is it, like... That's, I mean, that's kind of what I... I mean, that's kind of what I thought it would be is like it's kind of hedgehog hedgehog esque um yeah so just like, given that know, it's pointy the the more like i think about it it's like you know i i really feel like that did jolteon a disservice by making just because it has like a spiky aesthetic doesn't mean that it like it gets a bug move yeah yeah like you know that's that's like saying that like i don't know like, that sounds like that sounds that sounds like a great story christian it does, but we also do have to to note. I mean, it is the anime, and the anime is mostly aesthetic. So, I I can't necessarily, in any way, shape, or form, say it's beholden to the video games because it is kind of its own thing that started in parallel with the games. But yeah, no, it doesn't. Well, Jolteon Jolteon actually gets it in the games. I mean, that's the thing. It's it's yeah, it's yeah his it does get thirty six move. Um, mm-hmm. For most of it. So, you know, it's just like one of those like really weirdo. Like, I just don't understand that. Like, all the other ones like make sense. Like, you go through like the list of like Pokemon that can learn this move like naturally. It's all like, oh yeah, like, you know, Beedrill. Well, yeah, no duh. Like, uh, yeah. you know, Quillfish. It's like, okay, that one actually has spikes. Um, Zigzagoon, like, that's eh, <coughs> stretching it a little bit. Like, that's another one I don't understand. But all, like, most of the rest of them are either grass types with spikes. Water types with spikes, bug types, or, you know, in the case of Togedemaru, electric type with actual spikes. Like, yeah. you know, Jolteon, I, I mean, I guess, you know, but... I mean, I guess the electrical currents in its body just constantly spike its hair up, a la Super Saiyan Goku. <laughs> and and like, it talks about, like, you know, it actually references Pin Missile in a few of its, like, like, you know, in a few of the Pokedex settings, or mm-hmm. Pokedex like pages but it's all like yeah because it you know it's it turns its fur it straightens its fur out using static electricity and then fires it it's like well shouldn't that be in like an electric type mood then like i feel like if you're like stacking your hair out of your body which is like what my cat does um you know that should be an electric type move i don't know give jolteon its own like uh, electric missile or electric that would be pretty cool Anyways, that's my Jolteon brand for the day. That's okay. I approve approve this message about That's the most I've ever thought about Jolteon ever. Well, there you go. Wow. Uh, All right. Before we get to our break, there is one more uh, gear-related thing that I want to mention because it did pop up into my email today. Uh, Casetify, they do a lot of, like, custom, really weird-looking cases. Uh, They have done – I think this is – they've done two previous Pokemon – collections mm-hmm. in the past they have just uh, launched their third one which is basically just like a uh, a 90s fever dream um and so they released uh phone cases that feature uh pikachu and squirtle and cubone and mew uh magikarp charizard snorlax flareon gengar and jigglypuff i'm not gonna lie gengar one's pretty cool uh, and, the, and then they have a bunch of other like ones, but those are the, the Pokemon that they have chosen for this round. Uh, you can also get, you know, a bunch like 
other cases like iPhone cases, AirPod cases, iPod or iPad cases, all that stuff. This one I'm not as hot on. Some of their other ones have been really, really cool. Um, but it may totally be your thing, fit your aesthetic. And if it is, then you know, congratulations. You, know, you, can, you can go grab them. They are a little bit on the pricey side. And by a little bit on the pricey side, I mean like they're pretty pricey, <laughs> uh, which is really weird. But I guess, you know, they got to pay for that Pokemon license somehow, right? So pass pass the cost on to the customer. Yep. That's, that's my that's my rant. Uh, all right. When we get back, we're going to talk about Pokemon Journeys because there is some big stuff coming up. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all right pokemon journeys has been now christian and i admittedly are a bit behind on it because we're watching the the netflix releases mm-hmm. uh, but i like i really like it Outside mm-hmm. of you know, go aside, um, it's been you know been pretty cool, and it's been pretty cool in the sense that like I like the variety of Pokemon that mm-hmm. show up mm. in the show when it looks like we're gonna get more of that. So who wants to kick us off, Megan? I will. I will take on this because I'm the one who wrote probably 20 articles <laughs> about what Perfect. this all means for for the future of Pokemon journeys. So. Uh, while Netflix is still kind of preparing its its next drop of episodes for its for its next quarter, the anime is still going on in Japan, and we got a brand new opening. And so, for anybody who's familiar with anime, uh, openings are like the little song that plays beforehand, and they have the original animations, like the theme song for Pokemon that you would know. Um, these are notoriously famous for dropping spoilers, and usually they're fairly subtle this one was just like smack you in the face with like a quagmire like very very forward so just as a brief rundown of things that happened basically in this opening we had an epic look at ash uh, and go together standing before um eternatus so some point those two are going to go against that interesting interesting little Pokemon. So we could only assume at some point somebody um, related is that, to Chairman is that, is Rose that might we, show up. Is that how we say it? Eternatus? 
Eternatus. That's what that's what I'm going with. If someone wants There's to correct you know me, what? we will it... find out here in the coming months. Yeah. As you know, when we watch the anime, as we watch, yeah, I actually, I Eternatus. kind of like Megan's pronunciation a bit more than Eternatus. Like Eternatus just sounds, um, well, it sounds like a kind of like a Digimon. Like, you know, yeah, like, it, sounds, it does sound like a Digimon, it but it also kind like... of looks like a Digimon. I mean, it sounds to me like a Yu-Gi-Oh. Like it looks yeah. like there's silver, there's silver the it's sky like, dragon, and then there's then then there's then there's like Eternatus the Void. Um, yeah, and it's basically. like, and once you gather up his five parts, he grows a giant hand and automatic victory as Ivo screams. I will, I will always go back to, and I love this comparison that Eternatus is basically Pokemon Master Hand. Um, yes. Basically, <laughs> which, which I love. His, yeah. his, his, uh, you know, Gigantamax form, which you know, still we have no way of getting in the game. <laughs> no, um, nope. a year later, um, it's too powerful, Christian. They can't just give it to us. It'll break the even... game. <laughs> Is it? It will break the game. No, I am just, I'm, I'm just literally just BSing. Yeah. Now, now I just want to take a look, like what, what its stats are. No, but I mean, at some point, that. Pokemon will be showing up in the anime. Ash and Go will be coming up against it. And for spoilers sake, there are spoilers coming. We see Ash standing with Lucario. So Lucario will be oh, hey, fighting Lucario with returns. Pikachu. Yeah, they'll be fighting. Oh no, he's getting his, his, yeah, his, his real Lulu. Yeah. Will uh, be evolving his, into Lucario. His, his, right. Yeah. yeah, so we'll have Lucario and Pikachu on Ash's side fighting. And then on Ghost's side, we see that his Reboot has evolved into a Cinderace. So uh, it's such a cute little Pokemon. We just kind of see him from the back staring down um, Eternatus or Eternatus. Um, <laughs> so that's a pretty cool visual. Um, we have no idea how that's going to happen. But also earlier in the opening, we did see a reel of the two boys doing research um, on all of the legendaries. So it looks like most, um, you know, the thing that'll be happening soon will be the return of the legendary birds. We got a lot of teases about Zapdos, um, Articuno, Moltres. Um, we've already seen Lugia in the film, which isn't, which could, whatever, however you want to classify Lugia as a bird or whatever, <laughs> a flying seal, basically. Uh, yeah, he, they will be showing up in the anime. And we also confirmed that uh, Zacian and Zamazenta will be showing up. So soon, Galar will probably be coming into greater focus with, uh, with these two Pokemon, as well as Eternatus, Eternatus. So uh, that, that will be pretty insane. Most importantly, and I think the thing that most, um, you know, invested and caught up Pokemon fans are excited about is uh, we got a very clear tease that we will be returning to the Alola region. So a la Pokemon, the series Sun and Moon, we got to see best girl Mallow. We got to see Sophocles. We got to see all the, all the people that we love. No Lily though. So take that for that's what gonna, you will. That, that's going to make Nora so sad. Well, Lily, Lily left at the end of. I oh, I don't know. I haven't gotten. Yeah. I haven't gotten to that point yet. So now yeah. it's actually good for me to know that. So that when prepare, you know, yeah. But so, I mean, you can't go back to Alola and not have Lily come back to. I know she's off on her own thing. But like, well, you know, they're they're setting it up. So you know, here's here's my prediction: is you know we're going to get like Serena and Lily both showing up here in the future. And I, you know, base this off the fact solely 
but it has been like five <laughs> years since we've seen freaking Serena. She didn't come back in uh, Sun and Moon because they were too busy doing Brock and uh, Misty stuff, which I'm okay with. Like, I'm yeah, I'm cool with that. that but now, okay. like, you know what? If, if you're going to bring back, like, the Alola kids, like, God damn it, bring back Serena. Yeah. They I'm, not, I'm not messing around. <laughs> Hoffer will go to you. Like, they have like, to well, at this point. It's basically. like, okay, like, this... Now, now we're gonna like talk about this. It's like okay, here we so, go. So for Let's one thing, it. for one thing, you know, Ash, Ash now in, in two two consecutive two consecutive regions has left the bulk of his Pokemon um, in in the respective regions. Like he dumped Greninja and Kalos, so you yeah. know Greninja could go freaking play superhero, and he left all of his you know Alolan Pokemon like out in Alola. And it's like you know now like Ash doesn't even have like the freaking excuse he. He lives in Kanto now. Like, you know, no, like, seriously. He lives in Kanto. He's staying at a freaking Pokemon research base that's being crowded with a bunch of mediocre Pokemon that go just, like, goes and spams. Like, you know, it's like, oh, you know, like, I'm not going to battle you. Like, you know, he just, like, throws out Pokeballs in every direction, and whatever he catches, he catches. And it's like, it's getting crowded. It's like, you know what, Ash? Like, give a flying rat's butt about your freaking Pokemon bring them with you, and, like, also go and teach Go some freaking manners. Like, <laughs> I, I, well, think, I mean, because Ash's Pokemon were all powerhouses. I, well, oh, that's, yeah. that's the thing. He's got, like, you know, like, this, like, mega team. Yeah, it, it, ah, it, it just, it, it freaking, it, it, it irks me. It freaking irks me. It's like, you know, like, I, I, I appreciate that Pokemon Journeys, one, is that, like, ignoring continuity. And, you know, and, like, that's the thing. Like, we've always had this excuse of, like, oh, you know, we're doing these soft resets for the new generation. And that's, that's fine. That's fine. If that's what we want to do. Okay, we're doing away with that. Like, the Alola kids are there. Where are your goddamn Pokemon, Ash? <laughs> like, where Not- is Rowlet? Like, we got to see Incineroar zero times. He used it in <laughs> one freaking battle. I don't even think he used it in battle. He evolved after yeah. the fact. Okay. Yeah. But do you think? But do you think they, like, would they go... Would they? Because I'm assuming by the tease, it would um, like are, are, is, is Ash going to Alola or are the Alolan yeah, people why coming? Why would he go to Alola? He's been it traveling looks, all over the world. Yeah. He oh. should go to Alola. He should meet his freaking. Well, I thought maybe the Alolan people were taking a vacation to somewhere else. Like, I mean, no, based, they don't need. Yeah. They live in paradise, Jim. They don't need to go on vacation. <laughs> based like, on listen, the if you live in Hawaii, you're not going to freaking vacation in Ohio. It's expensive I mean, to live in Hawaii. Yeah, but they can obviously all afford it because they go to prep school. <laughs> Let's they be go honest. to prep Pokemon school yes, where they don't even yes. do anything. We don't have enough information to extrapolate <laughs> what the cost of living is in the Pokemon <laughs> universe for Hawaii, so we can't really base that debate on that yeah, piece of evidence. I mean, it's clearly low because Kiawe <laughs> can, like, you know, you know, live on a separate island making milk deliveries on his way to school, and that supports his entire family's lifestyle. So, you know, uh, it can't be that bad. Um, And, you know, like, I don't even know, like, how often Mallow's restaurant is actually open. So Yeah, honestly, at this point, um, we don't know. Yeah. But, you know, it just, like, I swear, if we go to the Alola region and we do not, one, get to see Ash hang out with his father, um, two, (laughs) um, it's like, two, Yo, Ash better freaking go and see his freaking Pokemon. That's all I have to say. Like, it's implied when he was living in Pallet Town. Like, he got to see Bulbasaur and all of his other Pokemon. So I'm not going to, like, 
really hold it to him. He lives in the Kanto region. Like, it's implied. Like, you know, it takes him, like, 20 minutes to get from, like, Vermilion City to Pallet Town. And we know that because we had an episode in which Ash and, uh, like, Pikachu and Mr. Mime, like, walked home in the course of an afternoon. Um, Mm -hmm. So clearly not that far away and whatever distorted, even though it took them, like, 10 months in the original (laughs) Pokemon anime. They were weak, then. Yeah, yeah. They, they were weak. They were always lost. It was yeah. just a harsh wilderness, and they had to get all those starter Pokemon wherever yeah. the heck you could find them at. But I swear to God, like I will hope that Ash loses to go badly if we do not get to see him like hang out with his freaking like Alolan Pokemon. Like I, I will feel be like seriously we have to see Rowlet. Like Rowlet's kind of like that was- symbol. I want to see like Incineroar, like he, Ground I was going to say, go. I was gonna think if anything, I'd you like. Know, I'd much I want to see, see like Incineroar, like I mean, I want to see Incineroar too. And throw him into the sea. Also, would enjoy seeing that, wow. but I feel like Rallet is at minimum who we have to see. If we well, can see both, that would be Chef Kiss perfection. Now, I don't think Ash will take one or both of them back to wherever he's going to the Sakura guy laboratories. I don't think that's going to happen. But if it does, I would be pleasantly surprised. Um, and I'm also curious how Go is going to fit into this equation because I feel like Go is going to end up being really snotty to the Alola kids because he's going to be like, Ash is my friend. You can't be his friend. And then we're just going to hate him even more. <laughs> okay, but, like, but what are the chances that, that, that they will run into like an Ultra Beast when they go to Alola? I mean... That, almost, that has to happen, right? Yeah, I'm sure it will. Sure. Like, like when Go gets exploded by that, like blast, what is it, Blasphion? Like where, like <sighs> he just pulls off his head, th- like, "Hey, Go, catch!" Boom, no okay, more Go. You, you we can, can move spo- on. You can spo- you can spoil this for me just because I need to know. And so, spoilers coming up for anyone I'm about to ask. Uh, what happens to Poiple? Um, he, he he evolves. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's what happens. He he he. But like, does he go? Does he go away? I mean, like, yes. Does he have it right now? You've watched the first. I mean, episodes. no, but I mean, is he? But like, does he? Does stay, he live? Does he? Does he, does he, he live in dimension? Does is does he even come from this reality, Jim? Doesn't matter. I mean, <laughs> it very much does matter because we already saw that storyline play out once in Sun and Moon, <laughs> where another. Another legendary Pokemon that lives in the spaces between worlds or whatever, like lives in the bleed, um, you know, had to go back where it came from. All right, that's fair. Pokemon gets confusing, man. Can we can we talk about speaking of BS from this freaking opening? Can we talk about how Go is sniping some of like the Pokemon that Ash should have always gotten? Yeah, yeah. Like, Go is very much. It's almost like that really, I mean, I hate horror movies, so I've not seen it, but it reminds me of the plot that I read of that horror movie where it's like this girl gets a college roommate and then that roommate starts trying to become her and gets like the tattoos that's like signifying her roommate's sister and like all this stuff. Like Goku, like not Goku, Go. Go is going to start calling like Delia uh, or Delia. I don't know how to say her name, Ash's mom. He's going to (laughs) start pretending that that's his mom and it's going to be just like really uncomfortable. Well, and it's just like, you know, like the, the, the Flygon, like, you know, Ash has been 
Everyone has wanted Ash to have a Flygon for like 20 freaking years. <laughs> and he's got that. You know, he, he went and, you know, we're not going to go and see Heracross, one of Ash's like strongest Pokemon, because Go has a Heracross. You know, it's implied that maybe Go's going to get an Aerodactyl. It's like, no, that should have been Ash. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Ash's entire shtickness, like freaking... You know, so is like, no, I get powerhouse Kanto Pokemon. If he's running around with a freaking Gengar and a freaking Dragonite, he should also have Aerodactyl. Yeah. <laughs> like- For sure. And, and, and honestly, the worst offense of this is going to be is in a future episode. Uh, the other point we have to stress is that a synopsis has been released that basically says, Go sees the wonderful bond between Pikachu and Ash and goes like, you know what? I want that for myself. So he tries to get his own Pikachu. So we're not... Oh my God. We're not totally sure if he catches it. We have seen photos of two Pikachus together with the group. So it does seem likely that oh, Go no. will at least have a Pikachu for some period of time. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows if it will all, stay? All oh, no. I can really say but, is I hope yeah. that Go gets Stoutland disease. Yeah, so basically Go is just like trying to turn into Ash. It's very uncomfortable. Um, But yes, Go is trying to catch a Pikachu. We will see if that happens. Hopefully if he does get a Pikachu, he like actually decides to, or they decide together to evolve into a Raichu. So that way it's not just like total copycat syndrome, but. It is copycat syndrome though. I mean, it is. Go clearly wants to wear Ash's skin. Well, that took it just like a step towards inappropriate, but I do agree fundamentally. So yeah, Pokemon Journeys is doing some weird stuff. <laughs> That's all I could say. All right. Oh, we have a little bit of time left. Um, let's see. It. Let's talk about the uh, finale of Twilight Wings, the one of the best little mini series things that uh, we have scene from the Pokemon company in, uh, in forever. It was full of many feels like we, mm. uh, like we expected. Um, and it's, you know, I loved it. I loved this entire series and I thought that the, it ended uh, as appropriately as ever. Um, Megan mm-hmm. thoughts. Cause I think Christian yes. hasn't seen it. Yes. Yeah, I think I Christian is, is striking. I think he had to prepare himself emotionally because this episode is all about Leon. Uh, so that's just a, a quick summary, no spoilers, but basically we focus on Leon. We get more background into his headspace about being the champion and why he acts the way he does, why he's so, I mean, just like, I guess just like cluelessly like, love and optimistic with everything but we also get to see like the pressure that comes with being a champion and his like genuine love of pokemon uh this all ties back into john the boy that we first met in the in the premiere of pokemon twilight wings as he is able to go to the pokemon championship battle between leon and uh rayhan rayhan however you want to say it um (laughs) so it's a very emotional episode like john will just take your heart and rip it out but I think because he, he dies, he doesn't nope. die. So we does not. we did negate Hoffer's because theory that the kid is dead or murdered. So because he was dead all along. Oh boy, no, nope. that's not the case either. Nope, not even that. No, but um, I will say I have never seen like any miniseries 
and 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 only a select few episodes of the Pokemon anime, namely in X and Y and the the final episodes of Sun and Moon, that really capture the like the joy and beauty of Pokemon battles and like matches and the the final match that we see with Leon and Rayhan just like it's so gorgeous. The music, the choreography, I mean everything that that final episode does is so so good. I mean honestly if we could have a full series of this with the same quality like I would be fine if we only got one episode a month. It's so good. Um Fortunately, don't think that's in the company's plans, but I just love the miniseries like this really show what the company can do and really expand on the lore of something that you wouldn't expect. Um, so if you haven't watched it, I mean, especially now, because you can just binge all of them really quickly. The episodes aren't long at all. And there's only seven episodes total. Um, you can watch it in about an hour or so. Yep. Definitely do. It's so good. It will just, oh, your little heart will just, oh. Yep. So why is Leon the way he is? Well, uh, I'm still interested. too early to tell. Yeah, still a little bit too early to tell. I'm interested to have this conversation with you after you've seen the episode. Um, but mainly at some point, like you see Leon just like he he's late to the match. He doesn't want to go to the match. Like Surprise, he's, late to the match. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and before this episode, we'd be like, oh yeah, typical Leon fashion. He's right. so irresponsible. He doesn't care about what's going on. But he feels such pressure about being this like person, which everyone's looking forward to. They're looking up to. Everyone's measuring themselves against him. And you mm. see that really the only thing he's interested in is the love of Pokemon and the battle. So all of this exterior pressure is, is getting to him and it makes him overcompensate with his um, kind of persona that he shows when he's in, in the, in the arena and doing that weird like pose where he points to the sky and he's, and he's being champion mode. I mean, this doesn't excuse his dumb decisions in the game, but it gives a little <laughs> bit more insight into maybe the, the thought process that led him to go down it. I feel like. Um, so in the same way that, you know, Chairman Rose isn't excused by this anime um, in the miniseries that we saw, it gives you a little bit more insight so you feel more sympathetic towards Leon, I feel. I don't think I'm ever going to feel more sympathetic to Leon. Well, I highly doubt you will, Hoffer. <laughs> I mean, it sounds to me, having not watched this episode, and I, I, I apologize about that. It's been kind of a crazy week in the good old Hoffer household, but it sounds to me... Like, Leon is cracking under the pressures of his own hype. And that maybe, maybe, if you're going to brand yourself the unbeatable champion with his unbeatable Charizard, who has never been beaten ever, you, you know, there are consequences to that action. Either he needs to hire a better marketing team, or <laughs> he just needs to accept, like, like, oh, man, like, you know, he's just going to have to fall on his sword. Hopefully, literally. Maybe that rusted sword that you pick up in Pokemon Sword. Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, solid reference, but we will see. But yeah, that, that is the episode. Definitely recommend you watching it if you haven't. So yeah. All right, Christian, give us the uh, Pokemon Fact of the Week. Alolan Executor. Executor. Uh, has been, you know, around at least in hypothetical form for far longer than anyone would think. The long-necked variant of Executor uh, dates back to promo art for the Japanese version 
of the jungle expansion for the Pokemon trading card game. The jungle expansion being the first uh, expansion ever for the Pokemon trading game. And it shows this like lush jungle with uh, long necked executors um, popping, you know, their heads out through the top of the forest canopy. Um, so, you know, it's like, you know, that like kind of like that one of those like extra little callbacks, you know, people always talk about how they want to see like these unreleased Pokemon, like the beta Pokemon, you know, come back. And this might be like the one time where we've actually seen that in the in the video games where, you know, someone clearly had this like idea for Executor of it actually being like a true like uh, palm tree. Um, and someone's like, yeah, we should really go with that. So, yeah, so that's that's my book effect of the week. You know, nothing, nothing too horrific, although actually, you know, Execute uh, and Executor are like functionally <laughs> immortal. So when a executor's head, as executor ages, its heads become gradually larger and larger and larger. And eventually the head gets too large for the body and falls off. Oh, which is good Lord. Pretty horrifying. Wait, then, so are they actually eggs? No, no I, I mean, they're seeds. They're, like, okay. you know, they're, they're, they're more akin to, they're, they're coconuts. That's, that's what they're right. more akin to because, you know, um, the, the, uh, yolk, um, there's like, you know, different, there's different like theories about exactly what execute, you know, you know, execute and executor are supposed to be, but like the, the, the consensus is coconuts. Um, yeah. uh, but you know, when execute executors heads, one of them falls off and hits the ground that doesn't mark the end of the life of that executor head. It simply just becomes an execute instead. So, oh. you know, then rejoins a collective. The collective and, execute. Yeah, you know, uh, and, you know, so functionally, one could say that whenever you see an execute, that was at one point an executor, which then was an execute, and then was previously an executor. And like, that's you know, a weird, the cycle. That's a weird circle of life. Yeah, it so is. So it's the it's only this... way you stop that circle of life basically breaking the seed itself? No, because they have like, you know, interestingly enough, they actually address the fact because, you know, one of the exec, uh, yeah. uh, execute heads is like a cracked open thing. And they talk about, it's like, listen, this Pokemon shell is so tough that even if you crack it open, its insides won't spill out. <laughs> so the only way was if you like purposefully murdered it. Yeah, basically, yeah. it won't yeah. accidentally die. <laughs> so, so executors hey. are just—they're an infestation, then. Uh, an I invasive mean, species. Well, yeah, it, it depends. I mean, the, yeah, I actually, mean, yes, mm, yes, because they originally came from <laughs> the the Pokedex entries talks about how they originally came from the tropics, and mm -hmm. so you know the Alolan executor, like the Alolans, actually consider that to be like the true form of executor. And that, right. you know, once it moved away from, like, you know, the tropical, um, like, you know, climates, you know, it became, like, this shrunken, stunted, you know, psychic abomination to what they consider to be an actual, uh, you know, the, the actual Pokemon's true form. Um, mm. So, yeah, it's like, yeah, probably is an infestation. It's like, what happens if you, like, plant a palm tree in Nashville? Yeah. <laughs> The answer it is to become short and ugly. <laughs> it dies. Uh, yeah. All right. We got, well, we got to wrap this one up. Uh, I know I said we'd read some reviews. Uh, maybe we'll read one, uh, and then we will uh, get the show on the road. If you leave us a five-star review on iTunes and we read it on the air, 
you get a free comicbook.com t-shirt once we're back in the office, which hopefully should be soon. So um, if you Very have not, optimistic head, on over, of you. <laughs> yeah, uh, head on over to head on over to iTunes, leave us a five star review. And if, like I said, if we read it on the air, you will, uh, you'll get a shirt. And if you hear it, email me editor at comicbook.com and uh, make sure I keep your stuff on file. Okay, here we go. This one is from Lone Wolf Alex. This podcast is absolutely amazing. I absolutely love this podcast. Also, Jim, Megan, and Christian. I love hearing you guys talk about Pokemon and hearing your take on Pokemon. I listen to this podcast all the time, and I have been listening since the very first episode. It makes me so happy to hear you guys talk about Pokemon because I never know what you guys are going to say. You guys are absolutely amazing. Geodude is an amazing rock-type Pokemon. Even all of its evolutions, plus all of the Alolan variants, are amazing. Vaporeon is an amazing water-type Pokemon and one of the best water types. Bulbasaur is amazing and the best grass-type starter out of all of the grass starters. Thank you guys for making me so happy with every episode. I love you guys. Keep up the amazing work and keep being amazing. That was amazing. Yeah, uh, I will say this to all of our fans who haven't left a review yet. I promise you that Jim will not neglect your review solely because you don't have positive things to say about Geodude. That's true. I have read read reviews of people slamming on Geodude. Be as negative as you want to be about that. Like, (laughs) rock with hands as you want. No one will judge you. Actually, no. Megan and I will judge you favorably. (laughs) <laughs> we won't judge you negatively if you have something nice to say about you. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we reserve that for Jim. Um, mainly just because he has such weird and eclectic tastes in all things, but especially Pokemon. All right. Well, anyway, if uh, you want to follow us on Twitter, follow Pokemon Pod CB because we will be there. But you can also follow me at Jim Viscardi. And you can follow me on Twitter at Megan Peters CB. And I am at C. Hoffer, C. Bus. All right, folks, we'll catch you next week. See you then. Bye.